The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The podcast you're about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I talk about things that I feel need talking about, and sometimes they're not getting the attention they deserve. And your feelings, they're not under consideration. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of I Had to Say It. So tonight we are going to start off by saying Josh, Jake, B-Word, Iceman, Jason, Miss Aaron, Mike, Tabby, and Javier, thank you guys for the continued support. I appreciate it, and I appreciate all of you. So we're going to start out by talking about one of the big things that happened this past week. There was a song that was released several months ago by uh, Jason Aldean uh, called Try This in a Small Town. And the video just came out for it, and people are all getting all bent out of shape. uh, Because very predictably, as any song that is kind of saying, you know, we don't cotton to that big city shit, the demographics of big city motherfuckers are generally you know, more left-leaning, and they are automatically screaming racism and all this other horse shit. Oh, it's about sundown towns. It's about discriminating against black lives. It's about lynching people and all this other horse shit. It's really not. Now, personally, I don't like Jason Aldean because I'm not into blowjob country, but that's just me. The song in and of itself, not anywhere in the lyrics does it reference anything about race or anything racial or any sort of thing at all that qualifies for any of these statements. And a lot of the people that are getting bent out of shape about it are saying shit because in the video, it's comprised primarily of footage of all the BLM riots that happened over the last couple of years. And I haven't really watched it very closely. I kind of briefly perused it. I've been very busy in my life where I don't have the time to subject myself to some shit I really don't care for in the first place. But based on what I saw pretty much every person committing a criminal act in this video. And it was, like I said, it's all publicly aired news footage. It's not like he went out and shot anything. He just used clips of the news. It's pretty much all white people committing these acts, uh, from what I could tell. I might have missed somebody. I don't know. Like I said, I wasn't paying real close attention. But So ultimately, a video featuring white people committing illegal acts based around a song that says... That shit may fly where you're from, but don't try it around here. Has been accused of being racist dog whistles, songs about sundown towns and all this other horse shit. Whereas realistically, that's not the case at all. And I plenty of people I follow on social media that happen to be like black conservative individuals say there's nothing wrong with it. Plenty of people I know that are just in general, they don't give a shit about it. Either they don't listen to country and they don't fucking care, or they've heard it and they don't think it's fucking racist. They're saying that it's a difference between an urban environment and a 
suburban or rural environment. And you now the shit that flies in the big cities ain't going to fly in small towns. You're not going to get away with knocking down some little old lady if somebody else from that neighborhood sees you in a small town because it's a different mindset. It's a different mentality. It's a different personality. The thing that really gets to me about this whole fucking thing is you've got all these hardcore left-leaning individuals who want to sit here and scream about how it's all racism. It's all implied racism, which is even fucking worse. You want to talk about anything? Let's talk about how Jason Aldean, I don't care for the guy because, you know, he's a gun-grabbing asshole as far as I'm concerned. That I'm not rolling back on that statement. He hasn't walked back his thing where he said, oh, guns are too easy to get into everybody's hands and we should be taking disarming people. Yeah, I understand. It's kind of traumatic if you're up on stage during a shooting, which like he was, because he was on stage during that shooting in Las Vegas all them years ago. But you know what? At the end of the day, I don't give a fuck. I, he's not my style. He's not my particular cup of tea. The song is not patently offensive in any way, shape, or form. There is nothing racist about it. And we've got all these people coming from the left screaming about how it's, you know, implied racism and all this other shit. And it got me thinking that if somebody talks about assholes breaking the law and doing shitty things to people like knocking down old ladies and spitting in a cop's face and your mind immediately goes to he's talking about black people. That says a whole lot more about you than it does about the guy who's actually making a statement saying crime is wrong and acting like a shithead is bad. It's, it's a little more racist to automatically assume those acts are attributed to people of a certain persuasion. Now, me, I can't stand people just because they're shitheads. I don't, I don't give a fuck about what color they are, and I agree. If you're knocking an old lady down, you're a piece of shit. I don't live in a small town. I don't live in a big town either, but if I, I, maybe it's just a matter of character. If I see somebody knock down a little old lady... Sucker punch some old broad. I'm not going to let him just get away with it. And I've heard the argument conversely that, well, you know, that shit may fly in a small town, but try that shit in the big city. I hate to say this, but saying the big city, that flex isn't going to work in the big city because, you know, motherfuckers are going to act an ass in the big city and all this other shit. That's really not the argument that I think people think it is. That's kind of saying that the big city sucks because if you're going to let something terrible happen to some fucking defenseless old woman because you're in the big city and you're more inclined to pull out your fucking phone and film it than you are to do something about it, yeah, that's that's on you. You don't have the moral fortitude or the character to stand up for some against some shit that's fucking wrong. Small town, big town, it's wrong as fucking wrong. And I kind of can see where the video is coming from. In small towns, that shit don't fly. Neighbors look out for neighbors in small towns. That's the truth. In big cities, you have an entirely different mindset. You have an entirely different approach to life that fosters and allows a lot of this shit to go on because people are too busy being self-interested. They're too busy being concerned about their own shit. And they're too disconnected from everybody around them, even though they're packed in like fucking sardines. And maybe it's a survival mechanism. Maybe it's a coping technique. I don't know. Personally, it's not for fucking me. And people can try and say, oh, well, you know, you're just not understanding. You're not getting the implied racism. The problem with that statement is that is based 110% on your personal perception of the message and not the actual facts and presented information. That is your interpretation. That is the lens you choose to look at it through. So saying, oh, well, this is what he meant. No, motherfucker, that's what you interpreted it as. 
The only thing you can actually say without knowing the motherfucker individually is that this is what was presented. Any other bullshit you choose to read into that, that says more about you than it says about him. That says you're looking for an excuse to find something to be pissed about. And with a couple minor exceptions, all the outrage I've been seeing online over this fucking song is coming from white, hardcore liberal motherfuckers that tried to cancel them. It literally blew up in their faces because it the song that had been out for months without so much as really a blip on anybody's radar, if you weren't into that particular guy or that particular kind of music, jumps to number one on the iTunes chart in like a day. It was not, it, it, pretty much as soon as they started trying to cancel this guy, the, at this point, pretty predictable backlash comes of, oh, you're going to tell us we can't listen to this? Well, fuck you, we're going to listen to it that much harder. It's $1.99 on iTunes to spit in the face of a liberal. So these stupid motherfuckers are actually driving more attention to it because they want to have people say, tell them they're right for being upset and virtue signaling so hard on behalf of the fucking people that may not give a shit about some fucking redneck singing a song. And, you know, that's just kind of my, my stance on things is I don't fucking care about Jason Aldean. I haven't given a shit about him ever. I lost a lot of respect for him when he started talking about, oh, we need to disarm people because, no, fuck you. Your fear does not limit my freedom. I don't believe in that. I never have. I never will. Um, It's just, it's too easy. It's too simple to say, well, I don't like this, so I'm going to agree with what these other people are saying because he must be a bad person because he's saying something that offends me because, and then they really can't even say anything other than the fact that he was using all these clips of white people getting up to ignorant shit on behalf of other people during these riots that are being called out on being shitty human beings. And people tend to react badly when you hold a mirror up to them in any kind of unfavorable light. So if you're one of those people that's out there listening to this song going, oh, well, he means it this way or he means it that way, based on fucking what? I have yet to see one single convincing fucking argument that makes anything these people are saying remotely reasonable. You can't interpret your own thoughts. Oh, well, he's singing in front of a Capitol building with a flag on it. Holy shit, the guy's being patriotic from a country singer. What a fucking shock. That's not like that's right out of the country and Western playbook. Now, now, granted, on the other hand, you got these like liberal big city country singers now, I guess. Like I said, country's not my genre. I don't give a shit. I like outlaw country. That's about the extent of my interest in country Western music. I, I I like Johnny Cash and Charlie Pride and Johnny Paycheck and, you know, shit that makes me laugh because it's just some just sassy sons of bitches saying ignorant shit. And, you know, if it's the closest thing I really listen to that's could even close to country is I like bluegrass music. But, again, that's a whole different thing. So I'm not going to go out jumping on board like, oh, boy, I'm going to stand up for this country guy because he's telling them 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 liberals what for. But that's what a lot of what happened is. And whatever. Like I said, at this point, it's beyond, you know, I don't know who's surprised at this point unless you're walking around with your head firmly wedged up your ass that you think your white savior outrage is still going to get you the credit it did two or three years ago. The pendulum has started swinging back, like I said. The, The pushback is real. The fact that 
Budweiser and Target lost literally billions of dollars. The fact that Disney has lost billions of dollars over the last eight or nine movies they've put out is an indicator that because, you know, in a lot of ways, big corporate America is always two or three steps behind where the curve actually is. And the general consumer and the quote unquote silent majority, the people who were very patiently waiting along to try and just see how things were going to go, are getting fed up with this shit. And I've talked about it before, and I'm going to talk about it again, uh, because this is just sort of the way Aaron's mind works. So this Jason Aldean song comes out, left us trying to cancel it. It flies to the top of the charts. It's number one with a bullet and fucking iTunes sales and all this other stuff. To the surprise of no one who's capable of critical thinking or analysis. And it brings me back to something I've harped on before, but we're getting ready to start spinning up into the next year's worth of election cycle. And so it's something I want to kind of remind people of here because I'm kind of calling it, you know, I'm not real big on analogies, but I'm kind of calling my shot on this one. Uh, One of the biggest problems that I see in terms of things currently, I've talked before about how the problem with a lot of the acceptance and other horseshit that they're trying to go for now is the left allowed the radical left to convince them to overplay their fucking hand. And the thing about that is you lose the center when you do that shit. You're going to see a lot of a lot of pushback and a lot of swinging back in the other direction from people who wanted some of what was being pushed as more leftist agenda. People like myself who believe that people should have, you know, freedoms and rights and liberties and they shouldn't be discriminated against based on, you know, reasonable criteria. However, when you start trying to go beyond the live and let live stage and start expecting people to celebrate shit they don't necessarily agree with and condone behaviors they are not in line with their personal values, you lose a lot of the more moderate stance people. And the problem is the left and particularly the extreme left in embracing that attitude have forgotten that there are not as many of them as they think there are. A lot of the more moderate people are getting turned off and pushed away. And you're seeing that as blowback from all of this shit. It's prime examples. When you start trying to you know, force your ideals and saying only our thought is what's acceptable and what's right, you lose the people in the middle and you see more of them start to swing back the other way fucking harder. So, you know, just uh, some food for thought. And we're going to stick in a uh, spot for another show here and then we will uh, be back for the rest of my thoughts on stuff. Download, subscribe, and listen to Whiskey Hill Podcast. We're the new show that doesn't hold back on today's ridiculousness. We're not on the right, we're not on the left. We call it the way we see it, and we're going to make you laugh while doing it. Throw in some great craft beer, and you cannot lose. Download Whiskey Hill Podcast anywhere you enjoy listening, and check out whiskeyhillpod.com for more. Hey guys, Aaron here. Now, you're probably used to hearing me stick my ad in here for HorribleDesigns.com. And in my general need to try and improve things and keep things fresh and topical, 
it's time for a new ad for HorribleDesigns.com. So here it is. Go to HorribleDesigns.com. Get T-shirts. Get mugs. Get stickers. Get get mouse pads. Get stuff. Get swag with a bunch of humorous things on it. Pictures. Commentary. Little thoughts and ideas. And for being a loyal listener of the show, you can get 15% off your total purchase price by using the code I had to say it at checkout. And that's all one word. I had to say it. Only available at HorribleDesigns.com. All right, so now that we're back from the break, I want to touch on something else. And this kind of, again, it's it's more politics than I really see myself talking about, but it's what's on my mind. And it ties into the whole election cycle starting to spool up. The uh, various parties doing their best to try and front load. And the Republicans are... They're making a really big show right now of all this information that they're starting to get verified, showing what a corrupt, rotten motherfucker Joe Biden actually is. The Democrats are doubling out, standing standing along with like, oh, no, he's our guy. He's the one we're running. This Kamala Harris and Joe Biden 2024. We're not even entertaining debates still. Um I mean, there are definitely stronger candidates out there. The Dems could be running, except for they have their agenda and damn the torpedoes full speed ahead. They're sticking to it. And at the moment, like I said, the the, the right really doesn't seem to be offering any sort of real competitive ticket at this point. And DeSantis seems to kind of be shooting himself in the foot. The orange-dusted bastard is still kind of the GOP frontrunner. And in the meantime, well, the GOP is controlling the Senate and... Congress is having all these hearings and supposedly talking to all these whistleblowers, but they're not actually doing anything about it. They're not actually going after Biden with uh, theoretically so much more fucking evidence of crimes and racketeering and selling influence and all this other shit that he's done on his watch. They're not playing by the same set of rules that the Democratic Party is because if if this were the shoe were on the other foot and they had this much information against Trump, they'd be trying to put him under the fucking jail. They're still trying to throw that Cheeto that's a bastard in a prison. They've in, they impeached him twice, got nothing out of it. They're still having him arraigned on charges and bringing up all this shit and trying all these different angles to throw him into jail. They're still trying to push the January 6th was a huge insurrection and trying to put him in jail for that. They are doing everything in their fucking power to try and throw this guy in prison. Now, I'm opposed to that for multiple reasons, most of which being it's a waste of taxpayer dollars and resources since they keep throwing shit at the wall and hoping something's going to stick, and he keeps getting away. And they are so fixated on making sure that he somehow answers because they he had the audacity to tell them shit they didn't like to hear and to do things they didn't think he should do. I mean... I can't get behind the rights saying like he's the grand savior of the country and he's going to be the next great thing because a lot of the shit he a lot of promises he made he didn't deliver on a lot of things. I mean, you knew he where he stood. He said what he meant. He spoke his fucking mind. But a lot of his policies were kind of horseshit if you were actually conservative and a lot of his overreach and, you know, take the guns first and then worry about the legality of it later. That kind of shit don't sit right with me and it doesn't sit right with a lot of people. But you got enough people that are still acting like he's the second fucking coming where they're pushing this agenda to try and get him going. And they're theoretically in a position where 
they have all this dirt on the Biden crime family. And that's what I'm going to refer to it as, because it's not like it's new. The, the Demo- a lot of the Democratic presidential candidates in the last several decades have been dirty as fuck. They have been suspect as fuck. And I'm saying that as somebody who, like, I voted for Obama the first time he was running because I thought, here's a young guy. This might actually make some change and might actually do some good in the world. And he turned out to be just as bad as every other motherfucker that came along. So, no, I didn't vote for him when he was up for re-election. And I had, oh, it was fun because I, even back then, I was still like I am now, maybe a little more naive. But, you know, people were getting bent out of shape that I was like, no, I'm not voting for that bastard again because he was full of shit. Every promise he made was more or less a a fucking shuck and jive move to try and get himself into office. And he didn't deliver. He wasn't any different. He was just as much of a fucking warmongering, you know, just overreaching asshole as everybody else. And I refuse to paint him with rose-colored glasses because, oh, he was the first non-cracker motherfucker to get into office. Good for him. That was, you know, not why I voted for him. I don't care about complexion. I didn't want to be like, well, I voted for the first black guy that went into office. I voted for him because he wasn't as old as all these other motherfuckers that were trying to be on the ticket. I, I, for, for lack of a better way of putting it, yes, I'm a fucking ageist because I don't want these old cocksuckers at the helm of the country any fucking more. I don't think career politicians are good for this country in any way, shape, or form. It's not that they are good at doing things for the people. They are good at keeping themselves in power and fostering the illusion that they're fucking necessary. And I have a problem with that. I really do. And it's going to get worse as the cycle picks up speed and it's going to be fucking everywhere. It's going to be in your face. The, the, the left is going to be cheering their senile old bastard and his cackling idiot of a fucking running mate. And, you know, again, assuming they don't play with the ticket. Um, it's, but things are just going to be stupid and it's going to be worse and it's pandering. It's fucking insulting to anybody with any real intelligence that we get treated this way by these assholes and they think we're dumb enough to buy it and they think we're dumb enough to believe it. And for all intents and purposes, they're not wrong because it's still working for them because doing what it would do take to actually render some real change would be uncomfortable. It would be a lot of fucking work. It would be a lot of involvement, a lot of active grassroots kind of shit. And we are just well off enough to be content and not let shit like that happen on their watch. They keep us just happy enough to stop from revolting and just well fed enough to be too fucking lazy to do anything about it. And I'm really going to try not to go off on a whole political tear here, but I got to be honest. I got to, I got to believe the only reason they're still pushing the Biden-Harris ticket for 2024 is because they're going to get him elected and then he's out of there almost instantly. So that way the Democrats can now claim they had the first female person of color to become the elected president of the United States of America because for some odd goddamn reason they still fixated on the mentality of these historic firsts mean anything they really fucking don't that's the thing having a female of non-white ethnic background leading a country is not a fucking new thing so being the first one to do it here really it's it's a very minor accomplishment to people who are focused on the wrong defining characteristics of a person 
They're not focused on quality or worth or even real any any moral fiber. It's purely this like thing that people have no fucking control over and subsequently should not be deemed any kind of meritable activity. Your complexion is not something you have any fucking say over. The plumbing you were born with is not anything to do with what kind of a quality human being you are. How you handle that plumbing is an entirely different story. And I'm not trying to say that in terms of, you know, I'm without getting into like gender ideology politics or any, any kind of identity politics. I don't give a fuck what people want to be known as, what they want to be claimed as. It's fucking irrelevant to me. You're a good person or you're a piece of shit. Shoving a piece of shit because you have to kind of be a piece of shit to want to be an elected official in this country at this point. You have to be a self-serving, lying, duplicitous motherfucker to get ahead in American politics or realistically a politics anywhere in the world. It's just they're more conniving here because a lot of these politicians are still of the mindset that the American people think they're actually out for their own benefit not for their own aggrandizement, but to help the common people because they're still supposed to be public servants, but they don't serve anything but themselves and the masters who buy and pay for them. And that's going to be enough out of me because I really don't want to make this a whole political rant thing. But we need to stop back to more of a societal, and a, and this is a more of a global thing too. This is not just not just a here thing, even though here is where I talk about the most because here is where I fucking live. Here is where my hat hangs. Home is where you're, you're where you're free to be yourself, to let your truth exist. And it, it, it shouldn't be this fucking complicated. We really need to stop letting them. And I'm using, you know, that big ethereal, mystical them, they, the people out there who are trying to do this shit to us because they are. It's it's a well-studied, well-documented thing at this point. People are too comfortable and too invested in their own bullshit to acknowledge the fact that this is the division is deliberate. The people who are anybody who's pushing for historic anything based on anything other than merit is not your friend. And the only thing we can really do that if you're get out of your fucking comfort zone, go meet some random strangers, go interact with some people and try and maintain a civil fucking tongue in your head when you're fucking doing it. Don't talk down to people. Don't lecture people. Don't be fucking preachy. Go out there and just get some life experience. Get out and be in the social setting. Be interacting with other human beings. People who are well-traveled and well-experienced and meeting people that are different than themselves are so much better rounded than the individuals who only stick to their fucking own, only hang out with people who have the same ideology and the same thought processes as them. Those are some fucking seriously obtuse motherfuckers that are willing to drink the Kool-Aid because it justifies their stance on shit. And honestly, to a certain extent, I really think that it's going to get worse. They're already ginning up the next crisis. I think COVID-19 was a test run so they could study how much they could isolate us from each other, how much they could keep us separated, because keeping people separated and isolated and unable to kind of rub up against each other where they wears the rough edges off, the thing that makes you a well-rounded and well-educated individual, all that genuine interaction and human just normalcy. And like I said, they're already ginning up the next crisis. I, the, it could be the climate crisis. That could be another viral outbreak. It's There's all kinds of social upheaval. There's World War III looming on the fucking horizon. And 
in that same breath, you've got like the U.S. government deciding they need to have uh, an office created to make sure that people are interacting and happy and 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 it's just another fucking little piece of control the federal government does not need to fucking have. One of the most enervating fucking things I deal with when I do dip a toe into the social media pools, which I'm trying to do less and less these days, again, because real interaction with people, real life, real out there makes you a better person. It makes you a stronger. It doesn't, there's less of an echo chamber, which is a good thing. You're going to be exposed to new thoughts and ideas. I mean, it was great when people were finding the internet in its infancy and there was global exchanges of thoughts and ideas, but it turned into a cesspool pretty solidly. And when that's your entire social interaction is seen through the lens of social media and the internet, you get kind of fucked up and there's an entire generation that's problematic to say the best because this is their primary source of information. This is their primary way of interacting with each other and it shows their development and character to be fucking lacking. And again, I don't think it's accidental. I think it's all about control. I think it's about the elite class of this world and there is an elite class that you'd be in denial. It's not tinfoil hat shit. That's the fucking truth. There are people out there that can buy and sell you lock, stock, and barrel. There are people out there with morals that are loose enough to indulge these people's habits in order to get themselves farther ahead. And without a real developed sense of community, you become that much of an easier target. And it actually kind of ties back into the whole Jason Aldean thing. Try that thing in a small town. Small towns do have a stronger sense of community than most neighborhoods or, I mean, big cities, no, there's no kind of community when you reach those kind of numbers. But even neighborhoods don't even have the same sense of camaraderie and community and support. And it shows in a lot of the different values and, the like, again, the moral, of, well, whether you want to call it moral fiber or moral character or lack thereof in these bigger communities where there is no, no community. It's just a bunch of motherfuckers crammed in the same area that are disconnected from each other. No empathy, no sympathy, no no rapport. And so realistically, the best thing we can do is try and find ways to foster that. Try and find ways to interact with each other and to be better to each other. And um, until we can figure out a good way to effectively do that, they're going to keep driving wedges in between us. They're going to keep shoving us apart. They're going to keep finding things to tear us apart and have us at each other's fucking throats. So it keeps our attention off of them and all the bullshit and the gradual erosions of our freedoms and rights that they are forcing into everyday life. So we need to do better. We need to be better. And I guess for now, that's what I had to say. Thanks for listening to another episode, guys. If you liked what you heard, leave a comment, leave a review, leave a rating. Go to IHadToSayItPodcast.com, sign up for the mailing list, interact with the show. Click the links, sign up for the Patreon, join the Discord, come and interact, be a part of the show, buy the merch, support your favorite creator, or support me. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Till next time.